What's up? I'm Frank. This is Tom. And, and this, this is, is the, the Frank, Frank and Tom, Tom Show. Do you know the date? Today is November 28th. I have nothing to say. Good evening, everybody. Today is November 28th, Hello. 2020. Frank and Tom. Frank and Tom here. Episode, Episode number 12. Number 12. Shit, yeah. Hell yeah. We have uh, reached an absurd amount of downloads. Yeah, at least I meant to a, share that a, with you. A few hundred, right? Quite a few hundred now. And I'm super excited about it. That's, that's on, on, on our main server, I just got an announcement that we reached. Okay. The, the thing is, the main thing that I'm excited about is the fact that it's an hour long, just a couple of guys babbling, and we're still getting. That just, uh, like, just talking about zero expectations, zero expectations, but I'm thankful. I never have any expectations in myself when I come into these podcasts. Very special guest tonight. It is a Saturday. Mike Tyson's fighting, fighting. He's back I, in the I boxing can't ring. Mike Tyson is fighting. Yeah, we got another fighting. special guest and he's in the fucking studio. So I'm excited about that. This is um, a good friend over the years. This is a super talented guy. He's a great musician. Oh. And, um, his name is is Justin Cheese Powell. Yeah, Justin Cheese Powell. That's okay. Yeah. And Cheese, you cheese. go by Cheese? I do. I go by Cheese. God, it's so good to have you in, man. You're one of my favorite talkers Dude, ever to talk to. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> what yeah. was it? I, I I like messaged you. I was like, "Dude, I heard you got a little podcast. You got a little, be a little podcasty? Yeah. Ca- casting some pods, bud?" Yeah. And well, you got a great <laughs> idea. You got a great idea for a podcast that we were just talking about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's my favorite part about embarking on podcasting immediately is that um, there is is a supposed camaraderie. Oh yeah, and like it's a it's much more uh, positive to say fuck yeah, do it. Yeah, Uh, in music, if I hear somebody else play music, dude, I'll be like, you suck, bro. And then I'll go home and listen to it and be like, man, they're so good. I need to do Yeah, exactly. I need to step my shit. Oh man, local scene. Fucking amazing. <laughs> God. You know what? I, I remember there there I mean I experienced some some stuff like that on the road. You know what I mean? It's it's weird the mindset of some people yeah. there and they're mean to me. It's like I'm on the road and I've been on the road for like two months and I get to the venue and then like you know, we're we're loading and you know, or unloading and the you know, the local bands are showing up and they're doing their thing and I'm all excited. Because I've literally been, you know, in a van with with five smelly ugly dudes for hours. Yeah, and Every I just want to get out. Yeah, I just want to get out and like meet people and shake hands and like, cool, dude, I'm here and like, cool. and and then the local bands treat you like shit and it's like, what's going on? Like, yeah, what's just hating? Yeah, but well, it's not so much that. <laughs> well, I put some thought into this, and what I what I've come to is I think that it's almost like they have this expectation, like, okay, the touring, the, you know, the national act's going to show up and they're going to be a dick. So if I'm if I'm more of a dick than they are, then they'll realize how important <laughs> I am. 
If I think there's You get what I'm saying? And they don't even realize that they're cutting themselves off at the knees because I'm just looking for a friend. And if they were like, hey, dude, I know you are cool. If they don't even have to say that, they got to be like, dude, do you like beers? And and at the time, you know, I'd be like, yeah, you got beers? Let's chuck beers. And they're like, cool, dude, I got a 12-pack. And I'd be like, I literally don't know anybody else within like a 500-mile radius. You're literally the best friend I have. You know what I mean? That's all it yeah. took. Instead of being a total dick to the net, to you know what I mean, to the to the guy on the road, you know, yeah. trying to prove how like important you are to your scene or whatever. Yeah. You know, it was always those shows that went the best, and you know, people don't even know. It's like I mean, I remember bands. You know, I mean, people. Oh, that. It, oh, you know, oh, we're going back to such and such area. Isn't that where that asshole band was? You know, but oh no, they're on the bill again. No, they're not. Yeah, like we gotta call somebody, dude. Fuck yeah. that man. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. So they that, got that the little spot I mean? and yeah. they're total dicks. Yeah, but the camaraderie. Um, if it, if yeah. they're building each other up, they you know, really and they're like, it. dude, you on know, the other side of what we were just talking about before we press play, we had a little build up talking in in the studio here, and um, fucking, I, I was maybe saying in a negative light some irresponsible things that I had witnessed, but mainly what I had witnessed, and I had mentioned this before numerous times, is that to be out on the road, to be a touring musician, you have to have a dedication. And this kind of like, it's not (laughs) quite as glamorous on any level of it because travel is fucking grueling and hard. No, 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 no. Um, For sure, for sure. Even... I agree. Yeah, because you, you have to when you do it with your family, uh, it's glorious and it's so beautiful. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tom. Go ahead. No, yeah. I was just you, gonna say, yeah. you know, you have to, you have to give everything to to music. Yeah. You know, to go out on tour. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, there's I a mean, lot you have to, have to you have to say, uh, all right, you know, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go out there and do it. You know, I gotta. Well, I mean, and, well, and and dedicate all your time to that. You can't have another job. Right. You can't have like a. A part-time job yeah. or a full-time job. Well, especially know? when you're doing it small time. It's not like I was, a, you know, it's not like my band had a bus or anything like that. Okay. But but we toured a lot. But I always tell people it's like this. Like, people hear the word tour, and they think hookers and tour buses and blow. And it's none of that. It's like five smelly, ugly dudes arguing over the last McDouble. Or, you know what I mean? Like, somebody's talking to, you know, somebody's cupcaking with their girlfriend in the back of the van. We can all hear it. Somebody else is all emo because some chick he had a crush on is, you know, Instagramming some photo. So it's just, it's a fucking nightmare on that whole, you know, respect. But really, it's not like it's all that way. I mean, you have those moments and stuff like that. I mean, I was lucky enough, like, Deserters was real close and stuff, like, you know. So us spending a lot of time on the road, you learn a lot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, before we get too far, cheese, can you please give us a rundown um, of of your uh, embarking on music? Uh, oh, wh- how, how'd you get your foot in? Probably forever. Uh, uh, I know personally that you've worked with some really talented musicians, which usually means you got to be a pretty talented musician yourself. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, I'd like to think I don't suck at it, but I think that's just, you know, everybody's thing, right? Yeah. I give no. myself the goosebumps as far as I'm concerned. That's yeah. doing it right. You know, no, no you're, you're a total badass. So that's cool. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but no, so no give us the rundown. I, I, mean, I don't you know. know. Tell I mean, us about cheese. Dude. This is, this is what we love to do. Golly. Is, is, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we want to hear about, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about you at all. So, you know. Right. Well, I mean, you know what? Here's something is it's, uh, you know, I grew up a dirty, 
you know, cross punk kid, and I would go to shows at the showcase in Corona. You remember the showcase? Yeah, shit, yeah, of Dude, course. I would go to the showcase like every weekend, and uh, it People didn't matter. Realize it, some it of didn't the matter greatest bands oh, you, like uh, had yeah. blew up out of that. Place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was a big fuck. I just even, got chills when you said that dude, place because I fucking forgot about it, dude. It, oh my god! No, hey, hey, listen, listen. Oh. Now I, I'm. You know, this <laughs> like, is total. Oh. This is a really great opportunity. Well, wow. there's a documentary about it. Believe it or not, really? Yeah, dude. My buddy Logan. Man. It's dude. It's just really awesome documentary about the showcase theater anyway i uh, i'll definitely hook you up with some details about it and stuff we're we're uh we're we're you know what i mean it's something that some you can look it up and there's a like a, a deal about it we can watch afterward but i yes yeah the showcase theater documentary uh anyway i grew up i grew up there just jumping off the stage and going to crust punk shows and things like that you know and yeah you know getting to love music and all that stuff and i I mean, like having that kind of bring up, I feel like it was super unique. You know, a lot of people that know the showcase understand how like unique it is to like be in that area. And it's like I would never be the cheese I am today without being able to like smell like a bum and be like, you know, 15 and jump off the stage and tell my mom I was somewhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to be at so and so's house. We're totally going to be watching a rom com. I'm not going to be jumping off the stage at a UK sub show. You know, right, <laughs> like, right. Well, yeah, you know, right. You know, from there, it's like just music, music. From just from that experience, I just I wanted to be around loud. I wanted to be around all kinds of stuff. I just wanted, you know what I mean. And I'm a musician, so it's like you know, my showcase was like when I started opening. What when I was like 15, I was in a band called uh, Glassberg, which is like a gnarly. You know, we were like a death metal band, and we opened up for Origin, which is like a, a huge death metal band. You know, but I was like 15, 16, whatever. You know, and we're opening up for these national death metal bands and. That was really my start, you know. Nice. I, I played with a band called Burden of Guilt, and that was that was really my big push. Like I wrote a lot of music with them. And uh, do you are you familiar with Adair? Do you know Adair from Mantis? Um, Adair, yes. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't know him, uh-huh. but I know. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I know a guy. Right. Who knows, who knows a, guy, a guy? Right. Yeah. Okay. No, and that guy like actually that. hooked me up with a producer. Uh, right. So like, he, he, yeah. Like. Well, anyway, like, you know, we, I, Adair, 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 Adair. A lot. You know, some people might know Adair and I. Uh, you know, Adair and I. We've been friends since high school or even before, and it was just kind of like we ended up in these bands together, and he was really like kind of a driving force in a lot of my experiences. Like, I did my very first U.S. tour when I was eighteen. With Mantis, I I was in my Sick. band Burden of Guilt. Okay, but wow. we we toured with Mantis, and so that was like my first. So Adair jump was into on it. a national competition on MTV. If yeah, you don't I, remember, oh, that's right. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. This yeah. is this is stuff that I do yeah, know about. Yeah, Adair. yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, but yeah. The Battle for Ozfest deal. Do you know Andre Morales? Yes, I do okay. know Andre. I love the guy. Okay. He's a gem of a dude. He's a he's a golden <laughs> god. You. Yeah, hide your drumsticks you if you see that guy. I've never seen anybody hit harder, and he's got so much charisma oh, behind the set. He's just mesmerizing. Isn't okay, he? you just God, said, I can't. I can't say you enough said the about showcase that guy. in Corona, and then <laughs> then after I just said Andre's name, I got all warm. Oh, dude, you have just, to. Yeah. yeah, I feel no. great, dude. The Sleeping, Sleeping Sea King, man. Sea King. Yeah, okay. yeah. The Sleeping Sea King is. Uh, I'm a huge fanboy to those guys, dude. Me, oh. me and Joey, like we 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 definitely, you know. Yeah. Yeah, if we could give each other over the pants, we do give each other over the pants handies as musicians. There me. is that is my uncle Rico <laughs> moment. <laughs> my uncle Rico, when I look back, is like embracing these guys after shows like we were 
we just really well, do you, did you know him from Ellsworth and stuff um I didn't know no. I I know of Ellsworth yeah but he was I, a drummer of Ellsworth when I met them they had just not just started but it probably it was really close to the beginning of Sleeping oh. Sea King. Oh, okay. And um, we were just, we would play all the time together. Our bands would piggyback yeah, each other right. all the time. Right. And then um, we did Battle of War Tour. We right. did all sorts of fun stuff together. Um, so that was my Uncle Rico moment. I'm sorry, go on, Cheese. Continue on. I don't even know where the hell I was now. I, we started talking about I mean, Andre, and then I went back. Were... I was like, back in 96, I could throw a cor- uh, football over that mountain over there. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that guy. Is, <laughs> I know that same actor as Dr. Roberts on Dreamcore LLC. Oh, you got to check that out. Go. That's a gnarly mind trip. Where, where, where were we, though? Oh, we're just we're just talking about music. I don't know. Oh, I mean, you were well, saying you you, I was just did, about, you did my, a lot of, my you input, did a lot of yeah. touring around the country. Yeah, oh, I mean that's it. I mean that was my start. Was with the with was was with that whole thing. You know. Oh, and, oh uh, here we go. We were I, talking about Adair and how he put you like helped to put he, you. Yeah, on. Yeah, he really kind of like at, plugged us we in and got us in the circuit. We were at cheese eighteen. We got us kind of in the touring thing, and you know, I did a few tours when I was super young. You know, did some U.S. tours. It was amazing. And uh, I don't know. I got a weird wild hair up my ass, and I moved to the East Coast. But you know, after after that, I came back, and uh, where at? some things happened. Cool. I moved to New London, Connecticut. Okay, fuck okay. yeah. They have a hell of a hardcore scene over there. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah, my my uh, uh, my family is actually from Connecticut. No shit. Yeah, I have a bunch of family out there. Right on. Most of my dad's family in Meriden, Connecticut. Nice. Yeah, my pops lives in in Rhode Island. I grew up in Westerly, like when I was super little. Yeah, my you know. I also my sister lives in Massachusetts. Awesome, your sister's a masshole. Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. I gotta get this right. Okay, cheese. That's do you cool. Know? I okay. like it back there. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. Yeah. You know what's cool? What's cool about it is it's like, you know, the the music scene over there, like in that particular area, is is like kind of like the Riverside area where it's very unique. I mean, it really is. It, it's it's things like that don't happen everywhere. They just don't. You know. Yeah. And especially from being around, you know, I've if you seen, give a shit about hardcore. There is a very uniqueness to its location. Yes. Yeah. I mean, definitely on the East Coast, but on the West Coast, too. I mean, like, I mean, it's hard to explain. Like, yeah. Well, they call it post hardcore over here. Well, it depends on after. Riverside's a big hub for that, for hardcore music. Uh, Riverside is always. Rock and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Riverside has always been kind of that thing. Yeah. But from there, like, so then I was in Deserters. I mean, Deserters is an amazing thing that I was kind of like a sick band wrapped dude. into. Cool, like, man. you know, I, there's this musician. His name's Will, the other guitar player. He, it, it, like, he's just this. Uh, he's a, he's, he's just a god on a guitar. And we, we like, we had like uh, spent some time kind of engineering people's like demos and things together. And we had always been in bands that played together, but we'd never been in a band together, you know? Yeah. yeah. And after me not being musically active for a while, it just kind of was like, dude, I got these like really great ideas and I got these things happening. And I'm like, what's up? You know, like that's awesome. And he just kind of, it was like, I got the, the hand out almost. You know, he was like, dude, I, like, can, you, can you help me with this? Can you do this? And I'm like, absolutely. So he tagged me in, and I've been, it, I've been, it, I was in it from the start. I don't want to make it sound like I jumped in Deserters after the fact. It's you know, but we've got three records on Media Scare, and I spent a lot of time on the road with those guys, a lot, a lot, a lot. And uh, I mean, you know, now I work for a, a clothing company that I love. Nice. And, and yeah, what's that? That's name? what I do. Uh, it's what? called Gimme Danger. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We're we have a little little storefront on on uh, Sunset and uh, uh, Coronado. Sick. And Echo Park. 
Yeah, pretty close to where I live. I live in LA now. You know, I got to come by and visit, dude. We yeah, got a bunch of cool. punk rock shirts, and we got like a bunch of really cool vintage shit. Dude, you'd be pumped. Yeah, I, yeah. I, There's something for everybody in there, that's for sure. Yeah, that when I'm cool, when I'm forced to think of location because I just uh, feed addresses into my fucking phone all the time, and then I arrive. But uh, I have quite a few communities throughout, like Ventura. 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 Yes, Satan. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were somebody else. <laughs> also, like, really, like, uh, downtown L.A. and stuff. All over L.A. is what I'm saying. So I'll, I, I would love to stop by. So you can come by any time. Ink and Dagger. That's what I was. Okay. Do you, have you heard of them? Uh, Ink and Dagger. This is old hardcore. Very old hardcore. It sounds familiar. I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe somebody had mentioned to it. In They're from Philly. Here's the thing: They're is I Philly. didn't know anything about hardcore until I was in Deserters. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought I was playing like slow, rhythmic death metal in my yeah. head with like punk rock vocals. That's just another way of saying hardcore. I realize now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is like growing up punk rock. I mean, I've got like death tattoos and Sepultura beneath the remains yeah, yeah. tattooed on my neck for yeah. Christ's sake. You know, I've got a DRI tattooed on my heart. Yeah. So what like, is the so what is hardcore music for people that don't know? Exactly? I, I mean, that's what it is. It's so super. It's well, I mean, I. It's, it's kind of a, it's kind of punk rock mixed with tuned death out. Metal. Well, our stuff is just super. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely don't give a fuck. It's all attitude. It's definitely fuck you. I mean, there's different subgenres and there's elitist in every group. You know what I mean? I filled in for a guitar for another band called Darasum, right? And and they're they're real. I mean, I really like their music. They're great and stuff. But that's like straight up like hardcore. And I'm like touring with them with my white flying V, and I'm wearing like tight jeans and my Docs and a Van Halen shirt. And my hair's, you know, I mean, nobody sees me at home, but like I've got long <laughs> hair and like I, you know, I've got this crazy mustache. <laughs> And like the, the singer, his name's Gabe Ochoa. He's like, he, I mean, I don't know any shitty people. That dude is is an amazing person as well. He's just got a beautiful family. Everything about him is just awesome. But he's like, you know, I could tell he's kind of like, damn, cheese. Like, come on, dude, we're doing like this hardcore thing, man. You you, you gotta wear that Van Halen shirt, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, do, do you gotta like do that? You know, you gotta play the flying V, man. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is what I do. You know, <laughs> my thing. Hell yeah. yeah, why not? Right? Yeah. Why not? You know what I mean? He's like, I'm even on tour with Desire. That is I'm punk rock. Yeah, yeah. You know? oh, that is hardcore. It's like you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna wear a Madball shirt and some Pumas just because I'm. Hey, I'm so not do freeing, that. you know. Yeah. Like yeah. punk rock and hip hop are so close. They're so married. They're so freeing. Oh yeah. There's so much packed into it. I've loved it's raw I, passion and energy oh, is what it is. Dude. It's un. I it's swear, just nothing. Man. You know, yeah. nothing in front of it to stop it from yeah. just just fucking I you up. I love that about love. Just the rawness that of that stuff. stuff. You know. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to Morbid Angel on the way up the mountain, and I got to tell you, that's a great soundtrack to do that too. Yeah. But even like listening to there like Altars of Madness, I mean, these some of these records came out like 1986, 1988. Fun fact about Morbid Angel, they're the first death metal band to be on a major label. They were on EMI. I mean, fuck, somebody handed them thousands of dollars to do a death metal record. I mean, that's a that's a that's a milestone for the music industry. You know what I mean? Just to think, you know? Yeah. I'd I mean, so. I mean, I mean, it, uh, at that point, to me, it's not too far fetched considering, I mean, the, the sex pistols happened. You know what I mean? But since six, yeah. the, since the sex pistols, I don't think like any major label had a, like a real endeavor on like a risky, you know, 
outskirt side prod fucked up thing like that. I mean, I, I mean, if I was like an old school record exec and I heard a Morbid Angel record, I would fucking shit my pants. Yeah. I wouldn't be handing out thousands of dollars. Yeah. Somebody somewhere did that, and yeah. good on them. Yeah, it started the Florida thing. I mean, without I, I mean, I'm, they were all. It was all happening. It's not like Morbid Angel just birthed this thing. I mean, fucking Deicide would be fucking. You know, I'm sure Glenn Danzig or, or Glenn Bent would be kicking down the door. You know what I mean? So you know, but I'm just saying that the whole death battle scene. You know that Florida thing. It just put it on the map. It starts with one, right? You know. If if, if yeah. bands if bands in their local scene aren't like crabs <laughs> in a bucket bodies dead bodies, bodies. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> but, but 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 I hear, like to come back to what we were talking about earlier like local scenes like helping and supporting each other yeah you know what I mean like that would have never happened I mean if if death and and obituary just you know we were playing a bunch of shows talking shit on Cannibal Corpse and you know, deicide, then, I mean, it, it just would have been a split scene. There wouldn't have been. And I'm sure there was some people being like, my band's better than theirs. You know, I'm sure that happened. I'm not yeah. saying that they were all fucking angels to each other. But without some sort of camaraderie, you know what I mean? Like, where would death metal be today? Yeah. I mean, you know, without that happening. I bared witness you know? yeah. to blatant disrespect from newer metal fucks. Big, really? okay, at, at the top of the top level, okay, I won't name nothing. I'm not gonna say anything, but I'm when, saying when you were at uh, like backstage at some. I'm saying I want you to picture the biggest metal band out of the Midwest. Okay, it's a bunch of dudes and they wear masks and shit, and everybody right. thinks they're fucking rad, right? right. They well, wear these masks guys are when they're fucking performing? dicks, oh, notoriously. No. Okay, and they share management with friends. Oh yeah, huh? Okay, they're just dicks and to everybody. Well, they certainly don't pay homage to anybody, like. Uh, I mean, you, you, oh my God. You know, it's Some funny you things. say that because uh, I know, I know bad. of a band with a similar. There's only a couple of them, though. Hang on. I know, I know of a band with a similar description that, um, that did something similar to Deicide. And Deicide themselves had the same thing to say about it. Like, you know, they, they, this, this said band was like, oh, you know, they, they came out and said, like, you know, you've influenced us and all these things, you know. But then when it comes to being on a, on a, on a tour or anything like that, they get snubbed. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, these guys are, these guys yeah. are legends. They're old school, you know. Yeah, but wow. the thing is, is these old, these newer kids aren't gonna know about these older bands. Yeah. I'll to, tell you, it's something. You know, what I'm talking about them it, touting it. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you're flying the flag and you're carrying the torch, no, oh, yeah, you're there's right. a responsibility yeah. to that. Yeah, there is. There, well, yeah, it, and if you know, if you're, you're five finger going, death punch or whoever band, you know, if I was one of yeah. those huge bands, I would be like. Especially if there was like a band that I would that that influenced me to, to like beyond band. belief that went into like some kind of obscurity or I saw some some lacking in their whatever. Yeah, I would be like, "Who's your management? Let me call somebody. I'm in a position to make some right? shit change for oh you." Oh my god! I would I would absolutely Wouldn't that reach. Be amazing. I would make a reach and be like, "Let's wow. talk to whoever's doing your whatever, dude." Because I don't like so what you guys are doing. And what? Aspect. Yeah, what can we do to get you current? You know. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, I would just I, you know. I think it goes back to the the yeah. working part. You, you too. know what I'm saying? I feel like there's a responsibility. You as somebody that's in the current up and up, and you got it. Yeah. And you like somebody like that, and you see him down, or they're not having the attention that they you think they should have. Then stick your fucking foot in there. So, you know what I mean? Stick your thumb in someone's ass and make something happen. So like, yeah. <laughs> the, the complaints I witnessed came well. They so they'll come from artist management. What what I believe Ooh. I have read re I've met the record executive management, which is like somebody who is like just goes down 
you know. Right. I don't um, want to start talking about. I mean, uh, you know. But so, anyways, as far as that, the management chain goes. That's strange too. So, mm-hmm. so then there was a lot of, so there's a lot of complaints maybe from that person, but maybe they can't break that bridge though too. Obviously, they can't. The simple, the simple thing that I witnessed was that this younger band simply took over the backstage area. Literally pushing out two legendary fucking bands and their families to trailers outside. Wow. And everybody was really disheveled. They're pros, so they just rolled with it. Yeah, the of course. Yeah, dudes, yeah, they they're were like, just whatever like, they want. Literally, whatever they were they like, want. I don't give a fuck. Set up the trailer. Like, if the yeah. trailer's set up the way it is, the yeah. way it's supposed to be, then the, then it's the way it is. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if it's kind of funny when you go there, they make it like home. So every time yeah. you go there, regardless of where you go, it's the, it's a very similar experience. Yeah. They, they, their, their team makes sure that their stuff, it's like they got these weird creature comforts. Well, yeah, absolutely. You know? Well, here's the thing. They all, is they it, all have a list of stuff that they, yeah. that yeah. they yeah. have So, But to that's have. the only well, there's thing There's an I aspect witnessed, to that know? that a lot of people, I, I feel like the average listener doesn't take into consideration. So they'll just hear about like, say oh so and so musician was a dick face backstage or you know they didn't have the patience to take a photo or whatever you know when you've been on the road for for days i mean me i mean i i, I can't say i had 100 percent great days and i was 100 percent nice to every single person i saw on tour right. i could say 99.9 percent of the time you know yeah. my band i took it out on my band most of the time being grumpy dick face <laughs> you know what i mean honestly that's the way we do it yeah. right you know what i mean yeah. you're not going to be like fuck off kid nobody yeah. does that you know Totally, but man. When you yeah. get to that place and people don't understand, when you've been touring for say two years on like the Black Album, like Metallica, Jeez, you know what I mean? You know, you yeah, start, shit like you know that. what I mean? You literally live on the road, just so, nonstop, and you just want to be a little comfortable. Yeah. And so, oh, you yeah. know, without somebody screaming in your face with for something or whatever, you know, like, hey, can I please have? You know, there's these things on the rider. People make it sound like, oh, you know, Metallica came in and they wanted this stuff on their rider, but you know. Sometimes it, it it's worth actually digging into, well, how long have they been on the road? How uncomfortable are they? I mean, you know, they're missing people. They might be emotionally eating. You don't know. You know what I mean? Why make fun of a band's yeah. writer? Like, I just won't do it. Like, you know, I understand that there's reasons, and I get the whole fucking, you know, sometimes, you know, I've played shows with, with, with broken teeth, with the flu, with... You know what I mean? All kinds of shit, you know? How, how long would you be on tour really for? Like all man. year long? Or would you take like... Uh, would we it would be do like, a... like, like on average, like yeah, nine months average. out of the year. Really? You know, we were on the we're road. I mean, over... we'd be on road for like two months and off for three weeks and we'd be back on tour, you know? Sometimes we were off for a month and we'd back on for a month. But we were more on than off, absolutely. For, for, for a good solid three years, we were more on than off. Was that mostly in like the United States? Or yeah, did you yeah. Tour outside yeah. the United no, States. No, you know, I don't have any experience outside of the U.S. I don't. Uh, I mean, we we have records sold. I've got pictures of our stuff on on shelves in Japan and things like that in Australia. That's cool. But you know, and that's. I mean, we're on the cusp. Then I don't. I mean, I don't know if you can get your stuff on the shelves. I mean, I'm sure you can now. But I mean, for having stuff being so small, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I can't say we these, sold twenty thousand records in Japan. I don't even know. I never got a printout from from Media Scare. Maybe I wasn't that important, or maybe they did it wrong. I don't know. I don't have a lawyer. I don't care. They don't really have. It's music, hardcore. Music. I don't give a fuck about There's that. There's like shit. Hard <laughs> I don't. I'm like, I don't give a shit about it's numbers. Hardcore. I just want to jump around on stage. You know what I mean? Like, That's you know, it's awesome. metal to me. It's well, all metal to like me. It. But yeah, There's I just want to jump like around it. on stage and fuck around um, and whatever. You know? Yeah. 
But, Something uh, that was brought, but that's brought U.S. You know, I toured the country a million times, not a million, but I feel like it. You know, yeah. fuck. I mean, all and then I've got the, friends all over the nation. Yeah, and, you know, I've seen these memes, and I you might have seen them on on Facebook, where it's like, "Hey, dude, that I met in two thousand nine on a random tour that we've been friends for the last fifteen oh, years." Yeah. I have so many <laughs> friends like that. Yeah, and I love them all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's it's, cool. Yeah, it's People like that. You that. met on the road. I have such. It offers you a quality of life doing that kind of traveling. That, like, you know what I mean? Because there's some people where in the... I know I'll never end up, like, derelict and totally fucked in my life, but there's this thing in the back of my head that's like, well, you know, if I just hit rock bottom and everything's fucked and somebody pulls that, you know, somebody gives a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah uh, about music. Like, do you know what I mean? About music. But I'm just saying, it's like, if I choose to fucking write a record in the back of my van, yeah. somebody will fucking buy the <laughs> damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Somebody yeah. will buy the damn thing. Yeah. You know, no, it's it's been brought to my attention, which is something I don't really battle, battle with. I'm really fluid with it. I really am always creating, and I've never stopped ever since I was like young. I'm just creative. I'm lucky, I, but I love it. I'm addicted to it, just like I'm addicted to being yeah. in front of people, just like I'm addicted to uh, the idea of production. Uh, I, I've just always been see. That's a thing. I swapped. And, 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 and I switched like to that, film. You know? I yeah. switched to film this after film I stopped great. touring. I just I, I jumped a, into art a video yeah, for I, sixty. I really, I really enjoy that too. I, dude, I've, I've built sets. Movie, dude, I, I, I've worked. I've, in... I've never actually come through with it. So that's what I switched to when when I when we stopped touring. I started working uh, on sets for like David LaChapelle, and uh, I mean I've shot like you know. Gwen Stefani music videos. I've shot music videos for Lady Gaga, uh, Puff cool. Daddy, Pharrell. Um, the Gaga? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. I always tell this story. Oh, I, I've got, I always tell this one story about like Lady Gaga giving me the fuck me eyes, even that though that's probably chance. not the case. But it was just like, she's all, ooh, look at this. Well, look I at this was holding guy. a fan. I was holding a fan in front of her because you know oh, she's yeah. doing a little thing. It's over hot, and then they yell cut, she's and then I'd sit like... down and I'd hold and I'd put the fan down because my little arms are aching because you know my skinny little cheese arms. Anyway, you know, she's like, cheese is it? And I look up at her. I'm like, yeah, she knows my name. And I'm like, you know, she's like, could, could you could you keep the fan on me? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got you. And at that moment, I knew Lady Gaga totally wanted to fuck me. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You just weren't into yeah. her. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what it was. I stopped yeah, it. Yeah, you were this like, This is yeah. what I was waiting to get to. I didn't want to just jump right into it because cool, I was though. super excited to have oh, cheese on. But I was like, uh, I was like going to kick it. I was literally going to be the first thing. I was like, Dude, can we talk about when, you know, Lady Gaga wanted to fuck you? Can we please talk about that? It's not even first. based in reality. Can we please talk about that first? Hopefully Lady Gaga oh, hears this episode. Oh, she'll probably, she'll probably listen. No, right? no, no. Gaga? I have a she beautiful girlfriend. Up. Stop. She's, I, I'm just. There I, was a time. I have a beautiful girlfriend who is just amazing in every way. I couldn't possibly. I wouldn't trade her in for Lady, even Lady Gaga. That's cool. So you do you still like shoot music there's nothing videos? Like a, you know what? I have nothing like a good gal. Yes, yes. There's nothing like that. Honestly, yeah, that's for sure. So. I haven't. Right before the whole COVID, the plague hit. Right, right before the whole COVID plague happened. I did I did a couple I did like a Billie Eilish music video and I did the Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton music video. Wow. I worked on those. That's cool. And uh I was on And um, who are those people? Yeah, right. No, I'm just the, the, the names like, sound uh, familiar. So the yeah. ones that like sweep all yeah. the, the Grammys and yeah. stuff. No, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's very impressive. Yeah. And one you know, the actually the Billie Eilish music video I did, she helped direct. 
which was a little difficult, so, but uh, you know what I mean? Like, whenever the artist directs, it becomes a thing, but especially when the artist is that young and inexperienced in film, you know, it was, it was, a, it, it was a really fun job, and she, she's got, like, a, I think she's got a future in directing stuff. I do. For uh, sure. But it's like knowing your terms on set, like, that's the difference between, yeah. that's why they have people that do it. So it's like, here's what I'm referring to. to. She, we had to do this shot where she's like, I want to drive in, and it splashes and blah, 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 you know, the water, and we got her. But then she's like, well, I want to do the same shot, but I want it, like, I, I need the camera to, like, move left. And we're like, it's dumping rain on us. We're out in this parking lot. I'm like, oh, fuck. And she's like, okay, you know, and I'm part of art department, so well, I make things look a, good. You guys had, was it real rain? But at this point, I'm even helping production guys, which is something you don't do. You don't you don't touch other people's gear. Like, if I got to touch a light, I'm in trouble. You, you got to talk to Grip Electric. I mean, being on set is like a total, you know what I mean? Like, you're either fart department or your gripe department, grip department, art department. You know, we yeah. talk shit. That's the way it is. You know, you're on different channels on the walkie, all kinds of shit. But anyway, she's like, we do this whole thing. We move, we move all this camera stuff in the tracks, and you know, we're dealing with millions of dollars and shit. And all this, yeah, all this for we move, a music we, all, video. all for all twenty feet to the left. Because she, and then she comes out. And she's like, "What'd you do? I wanted you to just like, you know, move the camera to the left." And somebody yells out, "You mean pan?" Yeah, she wanted the camera to pan left. It was like the same thing but that just happened the, in here. It was just like no, she didn't know the proper terminology. No, so. she didn't understand the term. So she's yeah. when she's like, "No, we want the camera to go left. I want the camera to be left. Like oh, I want the man. shot to go left, like more." So then we set up this like little, you know, we have a track to make the camera go left. And she's like, "No, I just wanted the camera to pan." Like, but yeah. this is like you know, so you're yeah. looking at like an extra hour, but you're looking at fifteen dudes. God knows how much that means yeah, well, as far as money. This thing when and... you're talking fucking donuts and dollars as a producer or whoever's pulling the trigger yeah. on that fucking dough Jeez, on set, yeah. that's not cheap stuff. So it's you know what I mean. When you're dealing with miscommunications and things like that, not only is it frustrating for people, and 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 let's not forget that working on set for music videos themselves are like nineteen hour days. You know what I mean? Crazy, it's not yeah. like a 10-hour day. You work like three 19-hour days in a row, and then you go home and lick your wounds. It, it's, it's fucking it's insane. Cool. It's, it's yeah, crazy. It's like, oh, I mean, what do, what, what do these people want it's like out of their brutal. videos? It's, it's crazy, like, because uh, I just make music videos by myself or with, like, a buddy or my wife will film, too, sometimes, like, you know, and it's just funny that well, all here's this the goes thing. in. But I understand, you know, in Look, big maybe, production, maybe there's a lot going a, on, you know. Pull up a screenshot but. for me, if you could. Um, of course. Uh, pull up. Um, uh, let me see. It's a Will I Am. Um, you know, from Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Nobody knows him. Uh, nobody. No, knows we him. had we had two Mex on. Two Mex went to school with yeah, Will I Am. Grew up really? with Will I Am. Grew up yeah. with Will no I Am. Yeah. 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 So there's this it's, music there's video. Seven, what is it? There's seven, seven degrees, degrees of, of separation. separation. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> click, click videos. <laughs> click videos. He's he's so. He, he, God damn it! That I guy. got it. I did it. So Woo! Plugged Woo! It plugged it in. Okay, sorry, bro. Will I am is a really cool dude, by the way. He's totally a sweetheart on set. Not a sweetheart, but he he's, looks he's, like a sweetheart. He's, just, he's a game. He's just he's he's focused and he's and he's proper and he and he shows respect and he's not like all up in his own ass about stuff. Which oh, that's is nice. cool. Respect. Uh, yeah, absolute respect to him. Go to videos if you can. Click, click on the uh, the videos thing so we can see buttons. the uh, the deals. Okay. Is this uh, one? You'll are you showing one? us one of the videos you worked on? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna oh, see cool, if I cool. can see. I mean, there's so many that he's done. I'm sure. 
I can't remember the name of the song. I just know it's got the clip. This is the rhythm of the night. It's uh, it's really? the boys to uh, bad boys two or whatever with Will. I can't Will put music on. It'll just take no, it. No, of course not. But I'm gonna. Your I'm just asses. saying you can you can watch it and see the set that I built. And that that's what I'm talking oh, awesome. about. That's okay. why I'm telling you to you know I'm I'm pointing you in that direction. But it's look up look up night. what what's the movie the <laughs> bad boys uh, with Will three Will Will yeah. That Bad Boys Two, oh Bad yeah, Boys three, two. right? Well, yeah, I guess it would I be. Guess, the, yeah, I guess. Yeah, is they it made two? a third one, right? Yeah, it is that's. It would have been. I know three, that it dude. was like the song for that or something. I mean, let's see. Let's see what Will I Am has. I mean, that should be. Oh, okay, right there, there Black with the Vivo. Yeah, right there with the uh, J Balvin. Right there, that's it. On the top this right. Guy. Yeah, that's it. Because that that triangle right there. Uh huh. Is uh yeah is a neon light. All right, it, I gotta fucking mute it, dude. Yeah, you it's have gonna, to. You gotta, you gotta sued, need it, dude. Well, yeah, uh, Jeff sued. Bezos, he's coming after me, man. Oh yeah, George sure. Soros. Is that his name? That's the guy that you were thinking of last week. That's paying people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were he's getting a, into motherfucker. <laughs> I gotta listen to that one. Were you talking about some Soros conspiracy? What he's paying no, people, droves, I, people getting buses? Uh, no, I think Jay, but dude, God people are saying it, man. bad. Uh, nobody's saying bad stuff about. I don't even Jeff know Bezos. anything about uh, George Soros except for he's. I was he's so terrified. He's got a very similar like, name one of those to Jeff evil Bezos. Villains that's like a billionaire. <laughs> he's like a sos is a sos. That's something okay. I know. That hey. An os is an os, a rose or a sos, whatever. Soros. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm whatever, right? Um, so, so look at this. So you'll see the lights, and you can see like, <laughs> so that that oh, right yeah, there. The DeLorean. So what's crazy? So no, here's the thing about that. That's not a DeLorean. That is a Will <laughs> I Am Auto. So apparently, oh, shit, a, a his own vehicle. No, I'm totally good. Yeah. So apparently, him and Elon Musk had come together and made this car. And it says I am auto on the brake pads. He's friends with Elon it's Musk. It's his own car, bro. I so you see how crazy that looks when he's standing on my friends yeah. and I, yeah, we built that whole thing. That black water that they were in, yeah, all that stuff. But yeah, all this stuff like uh, you know, I mean I was there, built that set. Dude, I it sounds wow. like since like you see all those things, you, you know. Since I mean, we turned on this video, you yeah. you've got auto tune on your voice. No way, do, do you I hear it? No. So rhythm of the it's night. It's just natural. So you just worked for like a production company or something? Uh, no, it. I mean like it's it's like a PAing, and then I worked for a friend's, uh, uh, you know, construction company. Uh, they do set construction and stuff. You know what I mean? How'd you get into that? Just you just knew the right people? Yep, yep. I I, I met the right people. I know a production designer for uh, ten years. She's my best friend, really, and uh, she's she's just been in the industry for years and years. And she just kind of, uh, especially back from like when I was touring, it was kind of like fuck. I'm home for like three yeah. weeks, and I've got to spend the next two weeks on the to on the road. How do I make a chunk of money? So I would PA for the art department, you know, for not the yeah. art, but part PA. I do art department PA stuff, which is pretty much, you know, doing you know grunt work. You know, doing the, the, the whatever. And you learn a lot. And for me, it was just, I was just thrown into the fire. Like, my first job was like a nine-set Renews It commercial. Yeah, the mm. Renews It is those little twisty, scenty yeah. things that go on the back of your toilet. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. what were you tasked I, with in that, at that job? Oh, God. Well, can, so there was all these different scents. <laughs> One of them was peach. 
So we had 1,200 fake peaches, and I had to unwrap. They were all individually wrapped because <laughs> fuck them, that's why. And, 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 and they're made with some weird glue, like adhesive, oh, in order to give them that shit. fuzz and fake look. So I smelled like hell by the time I was done. But that's just one part of it. I mean, I helped create this gag where you blow the, you know, you blow this thing, and all these peaches fall out of these, like, um, uh, you know, they all fall out of these baskets, and it's like some handsome ass model dude is like holding these peaches and renews it in the other hand. And like, there's this other one. I mean, here, here some of these jobs are wild. It and this like is a my cool first job. I always want, I always thought it would be cool to do construction on like, um, like in Hollywood or whatever, like right. that, you know? Seems do like you, cool this is job. a random question, but there's a few different veins that you might know. Do you know Mike Orr by any chance? Uh, He's, well, he's, uh, okay. Here's what I'm terrified of. is you saying somebody's name and me going, oh. Yeah, yeah, right. And I do know them and I love them very much, but I'm just an idiot. Yeah, he's a total punk rock. He's an amazing punk rocker. We have to start this whole thing with, but he's in the same I've had a head injury and I've done lots of illicit drugs in the past. There he is. Let's just no, get <laughs> so, so listen, there he is, this guy, right there. No, I don't. I'm not gonna fucking find him through this device. Yeah, no, that's not gonna work. But I, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm I'm afraid he's gonna listen and be like, "What the fuck, cheese? I know you, dude. We love each other." And I'm I'm sorry he said your name. Like, yeah, he's an amazing. Punk no, we never. I said mean, that. I might not have ever known his but last name. But he also name. does like like he's in the same vein, you know. It uh, might it might not be that I've known his last name, you know. I, I, but I don't no, know. No, Mike, yeah, Mike, also, is he blonde, blue-eyed? I don't know what he is, dude. I know. I think I know who you're talking he about. Is, I've worked I, on, I think I've seen him on set. And he's like, oh, I forgot you do this, Cheese. And I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> he's like. Do you still do that? Or you just work at that. You just work for that clothing company now. Now I work for the clothing company. That's what I love to do. And the dude Where that that I work for is amazing. It's like his company. His name is Matteo. He's this like awesome Italian guy. Straight from Italy. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I mean, <laughs> he's ambitious as shit. I mean, he's he's even like a, I mean, he's a couple years younger than me. And he, I mean, he's got this beautiful family, and he's got this business. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's cool. me. I, it, what's crazy is I got into this. Listen to this, Frankie. I got into this business, the rag business, they call it. I'm at my pad. And that's what they call and I would the log, clothing Yeah, business? the clothing industry, the, the, rag, rag, the rag, business, rag business, right? Yeah, the rag business. So I got into the <laughs> rag business, but I would walk across the street to the liquor store across from my pad, and they had two 40s of Miller High Life for five fifty. Fuck my life. Yeah. That, oh yeah, talk about creating an issue. I'm like, dude, it's that is way good. too easy. Dude, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah, I used to, I used to live up the street way from the liquor too store easy, like way that too. Easy. Oh yeah. So, so <laughs> I would go and buy, I go and buy two forties of Miller High Life for five fifteen. I wander into the thing and it's just this cool punk rock Italian guy, and I'm like, hey bro, you want one of these? And he's like, well yeah. Like, well, fucking sick. You, you, you yeah. ask if you want to be And so we hang out in the shop and listen to Bad Brains or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we just listen to, like, you know, MC5, like, you know, or, or Suicidal Tendencies. Like, we just have fun in there. So it's like, it's not like we did that every day. But it's like, you know, I walk past and I'd be getting lunch and I'd see him in the shop. And I'd be like, you know, I'm going to grab myself or whatever. I'll grab him one, too, and wander in there. And he'd be like, thanks, dude, you know. Yeah. Then we ended up being friends. I got to know his family. We hung out, and and work got kind of slow. I mean, you know, COVID's happening. All this kind of stuff is starting to become, become a situation. COVID. Yeah. You what know, we that? just well, it, you know. Anyway, I think so I've heard of it. Yeah. 
So I was like, dude, I need some work. What's going to happen? Well, this is like definitely pre-COVID. I was double dipping in the rag industry and the film industry. How the is time. the rag industry with all this? Uh, How's the adaptation? Well, thank well, what God, did you call it, Frank? COVID? Thank God to online. I think you so. Know, Online sales, I'd imagine, have been helping them. I mean, it's not like I own the company. And is it, I don't is know it the a numbers, bit relatively uh, well-known company out there? No, well, it's it's not, but it's got a, it's got like a little bit of an underground following, if you will. It's not like we're on uh, we're on Sunset, <coughs> but we're in Echo Park, and it's kind of off the uh, you know, it's not on the Sunset Strip, if you will. It's not you know, you know, it's funny. We don't got stars in front of our pa- in front of our so, shop, you know. Yeah, My yeah. company, nobody knows who we are. Zero people know who we are. I've heard of you guys. We have eight reviews. Eight reviews. On Google. But we are exclusive. Huge company. We are (laughs) a massive company. We literally own Southern California as far as what we do. And... like we're exclusive to Lowe's and Home Depot. I sh- th- talk about shit I shouldn't say on air. I probably just shouldn't say that. You're not I'm allowed in to trouble. say. You can't say those those corporate names. I have a Lowe's badge. And now we have to stop. Pay. For everybody just tuning in right this second, the reason why we're doing this is because we had to go back and delete what Frank just said. It's a dark moment. Oh my God, there's a wolf. A there's dark, a wolf outside. It was, it was a dark moment in, in, in the Frank and Tom podcast. You don't history. just Ooh. you don't just shop both sides right like now. that. Clearly, one's for building, and the other one's for just home improvements. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Both <laughs> sides of the field. What the? F- you can't. <laughs> I mean, clearly, clearly. Wait, did you censor yourself? Am I allowed, I'm not allowed to curse? You cannot curse on this show. You can't say dick or balls, <laughs> and you can't say gooch. Gooch? Yeah. Why yeah, you can't gooch say gooch with a G, right? Yeah, yeah. gooch, yeah. Where are your you can't say that. That's a huge bummer. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, oh, God. I shouldn't uh, do that. <laughs> it's just funny. When I was a kid, like, the Never first... Never know who's listening. <laughs> the, the, the first time I heard somebody say, oh, well, you were just a cunt hair short of that. Like, I almost Ooh, fucking yeah, blew a gasket. definitely can't say There's that. measurement, cunt kidding. hair. You can't but say cunt hair. But a special type of person no, in hey, a special environment. <laughs> I've heard that many times. Right, but I'm just saying it's... Cr- but here's the here's the Christian version of cunt hair. You say, it was a spider leg short. It was a spider leg. <laughs> spider leg short. Yeah. I, it's the I same mean, measurement. It's the same. <laughs> I'm, sa- I'm saving my vagina. Can we just go, put it can in we my go back and delete that? Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to be talking about uh, female pubic hairs. Yeah, I'm saying I want to get in trouble. You guys are just you can't get, say as cunt. long as you guys keep it going. It'll just yeah, <laughs> you can't say man. cunt anymore. <laughs> I'm just gonna get in someone's trouble. If we were British, we could say <laughs> we would have said cunt so many times no. if we were British already. Fucking <laughs> cunt! Everybody's a fucking cunt out here. Listen, it's, it's a Frankie the Adventure fucking girl. Oh. He's traveled over right six thousand oh, miles. Oh, oh, shoot! Across America, this in is an all epic bad. road trip. You fucking cunts. Oh. Okay, <laughs> okay. Listen to me. Wait, it's not all bad, Frank. <laughs> oh, I apologize. Listen, it's, guys, it's, it's not, not all bad. It isn't. I got carried away. I can get carried away. My wife calls it showing off. Oh. I think that you have some like sort a of. A, yeah. I don't know if that's showing off. Sometimes I think it's just uh, it's yeah, spinning your wheels. It's a dis- yeah. it's a disorder. I call it spinning my own wheels. I'm like, ah, sometimes I can't help that. <laughs> some people call well, it riffing. Well, no, I'm just fucking. Yeah. I'm just fucking saying, off. I'm just afraid we're gonna get some angry whatever. I'm having like, oh no, dude, Ooh. angry whatever. It's hey, all you good. know, any any publicity is good publicity. Seriously. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't I mean, come after you. They'd be like, cheese said it. 
You know, all we could ever do is hope to get Jesus sued by is the big, one that some said, big place. Yeah. Spider no, leg. All, all we'll get is like... It, I'm we'll going get, with the, the We'll Disney get a message being like, that, that, guy, that guy was a dick. Oh, no. <laughs> Not you. Well, that okay. would suck. No, so, they were talking about me at this gonna, point because I, I just said cunt. Like, no, I just, no. I, you guys, I leave you guys here. So, collectively said it about 20 times, I think. The idea is... <laughs> the idea is in this situation... Is this, is if you see it, man, that your friend has pissed his pants, <laughs> you clearly pee your pants. Yeah, it's, you fucking it's, piss it's, your pants. It's, it's you piss your pants right it's there. Uncomfortable thing. It know? right then and there, you piss your pants. Right, right then and there, clearly. I'm not gonna clearly let it's him. What we're doing. I'm not yeah. gonna let cheese sit in the studio with pee pee all over his pants and not pee my pants, Tom. Right there with him. What oh, he's yeah, trying to say. Yeah. What he's trying to say is that we're all gonna cross swords later. We already did before. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I missed it. I wasn't we'll do it again. Okay. Listen, okay. we're going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> this time we'll do it with the mics on and see if there's a... <laughs> I want to do it, oh. and it's not all bad, because it's our, it's, it's our thing. People this enjoy is, this. It is. It is a, I mean, and this is a good one. It's all bad, yeah. and this one I picked out it's because all bad. it's super fun. It's all bad. Everything's terrible. <laughs> hey, please, <laughs> please tell everybody terrible. what this... What these sound effects are that you got for your studio? Tell them. I, okay, so I I ordered a power source and I, I love received, this. I love this so And hard. I received this machine and she speaks like this. E flight major. Oh. E major. F major. And I, it's fine. She's, she speaks like this. DJ mode. Original sound mode. DJ mode. Original sound mode. Okay, oh, I, and but nice. it's cool because it came with all this. <laughs> Stuff okay, fun stuff for for a podcast or radio yeah. show or whatever. Uh, and and some listen, to, watch this, watch this. It has quite a few different okay. sound effects. You, you on could just run a, you could run a, we got you got to run a commercial just immediately, right? Um, Make more time. Down on your luck, ready to fuck. <laughs> what oh, is yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's Get talk it. to Frank. Try cheese. Try cheese scented cologne. So, anyways, it comes all that <laughs> terrible stuff. Cheese scented cologne. Yeah, cheese. It's an it elegant smells scent. Smells like cheese. It's an elegant scent from France. I didn't, I didn't intend on ordering it. <laughs> what is that? Do you have that new? Is that um, cheese? What I is smell? It? Agua de toilette. <laughs> so they sent me this. <laughs> right. right. Cheese agua de toilette. <laughs> That sounds it sounds great. Oh man, maybe better with the music behind it. What is that? It's like that. Uh, Should we try that? it again? Right. So it's not all bad, everybody. Frankie, it's not all. The bad. adventure We're goat get has traveled over sixty thousand miles across America in an epic road trip. This is Look. true. <laughs> I'm, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm tripping on this. Wait, is Frankie the goat walking across the country, or is he in that VW okay. bus behind well, clearly him? Frankie's traveling that, with a couple oh, of hipsters. In that trailer, clearly. the hippie yeah. trailer. It's a total... Dude, so, honestly, you know, that might like be the coolest been trailer. walking 60,000 miles. But. That might be the coolest trailer I've ever seen in my entire life. It's really dead. Look at that thing. I mean, what kind of life so, is that for a goat? That's oh, look, amazing. Look, somebody's, you know? but, but look, it's got a collar and a leash. Somebody's taking that goat for a walk. Yeah, the goat gets to look at see, see look at the see fucking more stuff that most up. people ever get to see. Nonchalantly taking my goat for a walk so, through the Grand Canyon. Fuck so off. They, <laughs> they don't go to campgrounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, be careful. They always Ooh. go out to the middle of nowhere, so COVID hasn't really affected them at all. It hasn't really affected them. I wonder why they. Did, I mean, they thought it'd be cool if they just don't like dogs that as much as goats. So they thought they'd get a travel. Hang on, hang on, hang on. There's there's Frankie. 
There's a six-year-old Nigerian dwarf pygmy goat named Frankie. And he'll cover a lot more ground in the, in the coming months. In case you were curious about what Frankie the goat, the Nigerian dwarf pygmy goat, was going to be up to in the next few months. That's wow. it. That's also included. That's beautiful. Look at, That's uh, a look fun at the fact pink, for you. Look at that pink, uh, pink bandana. That Frankie, so he likes salt and he and, likes all sorts and of. And he surfaces. likes pink flamingos. He does it. Okay, that's Look what I was at looking that for. Trailer. Yeah. That's so what, what we're not at. saying to you is wow. there's a trailer. Everybody, there's this trailer. Wow. It looks like a what is that? Like an airstream? Just it's like Google an airstream. Frankie the Adventure Goat. Yeah, that's cool. yeah but nobody's gonna do that. What if they're listening while they're driving, dick faced? They're like, oh, let me Google the shit out of that right now. But anyway, it's a super brightly colored like <laughs> airstream, and it's got like this total like uh, uh, I don't know. It looks like a I bunch mean, this, of people this is from the Joshua trailer. Tree got a hold of it. It look it looks really bitching. <laughs> this goat is uh, she's beautiful. Hey, did, hey, did Mike ever tell you about she's that shilajit stuff? She's a very beautiful goat. She's a beautiful goat. Frank, oh, look at that did one. Mike look ever tell you about picture. that shilajit wow. stuff? Shilajit. Spell it. it should I look? I don't I know Google how to this? spell it. Maybe you should, because he was telling me something like, oh, it was discovered from some goats licking it off the fucking rocks, and then they looked all buff. Do you remember Mike telling you some whack shit about that? Or some shilajit? There's like, it's some health stuff that you take. Goats getting buff. <laughs> You're just going to Google goats getting buff. Buff oh, goats. What they've been it. licking. That's, that's your... <laughs> goats getting buff. That's your... I don't know. I might be totally off track. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I know this is ridiculous, but I like it. I like how ridiculous this is. I'm bathing in the ridiculousness that is goats what getting is off what they have been licking. What? Is that what you're typing? What are you goats getting off what they have been licking. Perfect. What does that mean? Is that, oh, what is it? Go, oh, getting buff. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you said yeah, that's all. I was like, what? Did I hear him wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like pictures of oh, goats. Uh, goats getting skinny. Buff goat. <laughs> A buff goat. <laughs> <laughs> Google Google never disappoints. Fuck <laughs> right off. Just of Google that. that. <laughs> buff goat. Boom. Google never disappoints. So Some wild, goats man. are just born buffer oh, than others God. naturally, goats, you know? Goats get uh, And then buff? when they work out, they get bigger. Dude, goats get naturally. Buff? Look at that goat. <laughs> buff goat. It's like a goat mixed with a uh, Doberman pincer. Oh that's the scariest goat I've ever seen. That's a, that's yeah, a zombie a goat for sure. It's the first thing that comes up when you say buff. Goats getting oh, buff. A goat man. simulator. Somebody made that game. picture. Yeah, it's from the game Goat Simulator. Have you heard of it, dude? It's fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's ob- it's obscene. It's obscene goat simulation. Oh, you never know what anyway, you believe d- Dude, you gotta type in shilajit or whatever. Never I don't know. even know how Look to at spell. That call Mike the, the Jew. He'll tell you. The, uh, the cliffs. Goats are. Call Mike. Were we talking about Wait, goats in the beginning of this thing I, too? It, yeah, I mean, this was because we were talking about Frankie the Troubled Goat. Frankie the Goat, goat yeah, the Troubled Goat. Come no, on, no, I know, man. but we were talking about other not the goats Troubled too. Goat, but he's just he's the adventurous goat. That's what it is. Not Jack the disgruntled goat, but Frankie the adventurous goat. That's a that's a happy goat. Yeah. Frankie's a happy Frankie's goat. Frankie's the happy yeah. goat. Goats yeah. are ruling yeah. ruling my life. I mean at least he, at least she oh looks happy God. in the pictures. Guys, guys, have you seen the beautiful chickens? They're fucking They beautiful. actually have beautiful chickens. You don't understand how beautiful oh, a chicken is. I've seen some I pretty like handsome my, roosters. Yeah. It's all beautiful. I feel like my mom has girls. sent me stuff like this. My mom loves chickens, and she, and she had a lot of them in Missouri. Dude, I didn't Does realize. Does she eat them as well? N- well, 
I had not, no not idea. her pet chickens. No. Listen, I am. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. If you were to suggest, I, my mom I, had like no, seven chickens. Not, if you were we, to suggest, we want to we get some. No, we want to get some I've chickens been, too, but also just for uh, eggs. You know, I've been a vegetarian for a while. These are roost. That's a. Is that a chicken or <clears> a rooster? I don't eat meat, and it's not because chickens are beautiful. Some but of them are. When I see them like yeah. this, I'm like, well. Fuck, I'm glad I don't eat them, man. Look at them. <laughs> Look at these things. Look at They're that hilarious, one, dude. too. Dude, I love me some backyard So birds. much curried. I know, dude. <laughs> I do, too. I'm not hating on anything. And and I'm not and, and I'm definitely not the type of vegetarian to be like, oh, dude. There's just a bunch of different <laughs> types of chickens. Like, yeah. Crazy looking. Are they, are they born looking I wonder if aliens like do this with humans from their from their from their Absolutely. from their UFOs. Where they're Absolutely. like, dude, there's some really beautiful humans. Like, look at these ones that we found on, on Google. <laughs> and they're like looking at Angelina Jolie and all this other stuff. But they're like, Do you still eat chickens? And then they're just eating whatever. You know, they're just eating your wife do Nancy. You still eat people. They're just though? abducting I mean, your <laughs> wife Nancy and you never see her again. I feel like for <laughs> sure. Nancy was, was Is that very what's happening? Right. For sure they've been tasty. like <laughs> looking down on me, being like, What the the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> they for sure, what? like for absolutely one hundred percent. If they're observing me, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think they look at us I and be know. like, "These creatures look." I don't know. Really I don't know. Funny. Like, yeah. These are some funny looking creatures. Here's the issue for me. Here's the issue. It's not that if aliens exist. Look at that chicken. Aliens might not <laughs> be what you think they are. They right? Could, no, right. They, I mean, what they if, could be completely different than what you think. Right. You know what I mean? What if it's not an alien situation, but like a you know multidimensional situation right. where, right. which and then I mean, it's not like everybody thinks of this old-fashioned linear, you know, uh, uh, space where like an alien might come talk to you, or whatever. Well, I mean, of course, if it was That's interdimensional, it would still be alien. But there should be a special word for an interdimensional being. Is there one? Maybe I'm just. I'm sure there's somebody oh, listening. Oh yeah, that's I'm sure there's one. Yeah, I mean that stuff gets so Haven't you watched Star Trek? There's a word. The, all the different dimensions, like oh, they say dude, that these different dimensions do exist, right? No, well, here's what's crazy. I'm way into this, I mean, and I love blows, quantum physics. Like I love blows all my this mind stuff. Beyond uh, comprehension. Here, here's what's here's my the brain latest. Could explode here's the latest theory that I've been Stop. listening Stop to. Stop it. Don't. <laughs> Here's the latest theory that I've been listening to. So, uh, I mean, for those, do you guys are you guys familiar with string theory and like I mean, you know I, bubble I, theory and all I that mean, stuff? I've definitely, like watched some documentaries about things like that, but man, I haven't thought about it in forever. Uh, the latest, you know, the latest thing that I've been uh, hung it's up so on. So complicated to me. It's I, I could say I could say the latest thing pretty quick. So the talk latest of, thing I've been hung up it. on is is it's about, about it. it's it's pretty much about the Big Bang and how the universe was you know you know bege- you know started. But this is just assuming that there's only been one Big Bang. So this theory is, is suggesting that there's been several Big Bangs. Multiple Big Bangs. Multiple Big Bangs. And, and the way that they're... And they're, there's still Big Bangs happening, maybe. No, 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 no. They're, no. they're definitely... There's, they're it's, there's a they're point done. of singularity, if you will. That's what it's called, is the point of singularity. So th- their whole argument is that what happens when the black holes, right, become bigger and all the matter... And everything You're talking it, about it, dark matter. Everything matter. Everything ends up in the holes of the universe, so right? What happens? Let's just then? say, and then the black holes swallow each other, and there's that point of singularity, right? Mm, yeah. That's... What happens? 
What is Big that? Bang. Boom, another one. So exactly my point. All so they're just saying, so, yeah, so, I mean, so we wonder, we wonder where did that the Big Bang come from, mind. right? Where did the Big Bang come from? So, I, dude, I watched this thing for a couple hours, and, and I had to watch it a, all, a couple I mean, times to theories, understand what right? they're saying. This yes. is just a theory, Yes, it's right? just a theory. It's a, these are people, well, well, but it's not just people there, sitting on their couch eating mushrooms, having these theories. These are scientists. I mean, they're discussing these things. They're challenging each other's. You know, I mean, crazy. there's holes. How do, how do you have yeah, a strong boat? At the same boat? time, though, even if yeah. these black holes are, people are going holes on, on yes. the universes are expanding also, yes. right? So, but I mean, instead of, so you know, it's just the, the at idea. At the same time, are, are, isn't everything getting bigger? Yes. Again, Coming expanding apart? universe. So the absence of dark matter. So then dark matter, there is no absence of. There is dark matter there, right? But again, yeah. it doesn't matter how far apart everything starts spreading. The black holes wrestle everything back in. Right, they're spinning around. These black holes are doing these things, and they're sucking light, everything, all matter, everything into them. And then the black holes in. start sucking other black holes in. It becomes this thing, and again, point of singularity, kaboom! Because about, when there's oh, no more man. black holes, and they reach, the, they reach this point of 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 mass, and you know what I mean? It's yeah. not a density of mass, it and, has and, to, and, yeah. and 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 then we have a big release. So this theory, oh, that makes sense. It's pretty wild, you know. And and I I've always been hung up on all these other different different theories and wondering, but I feel like this answers a lot of different questions. And what's interesting is, is the 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 background radiation, which is what the scientists kind of use to date the universe, is like when you look at this map of like background radiation, it radiation decays and things like that. It seemed like you know light from stars, you know, there's a decay rate. And so I feel like that's how they use. I mean, I can't use say these things for fact, but this is how I understand it, you know. And it, they say that there's these these points in the dark universe, you know, dark where dark matter is, and all these things, where yeah. it's condensed. And in a chaotic universe, there shouldn't be a condensed area. Which is, but what they're saying is that that's a remnant. It's it's. How do they say it? It's pretty much an X ripple in the pool from the last run, from the last Big Bang. And we're able to detect the radiation of the last Big it's Bang crazy. in the background radiation that we're detecting in today's, that what we understand is the universe. And, and when we say universe, there's, you always use the term observable universe because we don't have the whole you know what i mean yeah the whole huge it may, you know it makes you wonder what the purpose of all that yeah is. god i could get so excited i could talk like, about you know? this kind of shit all night i love it i love it it bends your brain i love to think about I, you know, know it's, it seems like it's some like right now somewhere there's a black hole eating an entire what yeah <laughs> so like like but, you think about like if there's a there's a black hole in our galaxy but, so like but there's also point, the scientific like, argument if that started, if you went through you wouldn't know you wouldn't that's know what that I you wonder went how through. long does it take yeah or you wouldn't know you'd still exist yes well no they wouldn't or you, wouldn't, you would it would happen so quickly like well, there's how long an argument does it that take? it stretches it light and that it stretches everything to the point or is it that i don't know i mean there's several different arguments here's the thing what if you nobody's go going through a fucking black just, hole nobody's stood in space nobody's in, all the like stuff how, is but, based in but theory but seen black let's holes? not forget there's can people that see, believe the fucking earth is flat <laughs> You know do, these, do you really think that these people really Shit. think the Earth is flat? I don't know. But I, I'm just mean. I'm just saying they we're having this, this conversation. You know, they think there's this. Conspiracy I could be wrong. Where you know, I could be totally off. The, the flat Earthers are, are, are interesting. They are. They, they, think, are. they think they there's are. this conspiracy oh, yeah. that's so it's large yeah. that they went to the extent to like create egocentric everything thing. that we've ever seen. I think it comes from this. Weird I got to put the brakes on real anything. quick. Okay. 
oh, and we're oh, gonna take you got off. the fight you oh, got shoot. the fight listen fucking, i've just right. yeah okay they right. just went through the first round yep tyson and roy jones Roy okay. Jones Jr. Right. We gotta, got we gotta, through their first round. Right, That's all. No, no, no. We don't okay. got to wrap it up. That's oh, fine. Shoot. No, okay. we can, can we can keep talking if we want. I like the. Okay, was that string theory you were talking? No, about? no. It's a it's a new theory that I was explaining okay. to him about multiple 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 um, big bangs. Multiple big yeah. bangs. It, it, in a nutshell, it's just that you know there's dark there's there's black holes and they're all spinning around and they're sucking up all this matter in the universe, right? And they're doing it. Yes. What happens when they suck up all the matter and then the black holes suck up other black holes and then you have this point of singularity, right? And then kaboom, another black hole. In theory, that's that's it. Frankie the Go. You that's know, it's it. cr- it's kind of crazy that humans are. <laughs> we only have this limited. Those that like, we have like a governing system in our mind. Well, we we literally are not governor. allowed to like understand right. everything fully. Some people refer to it, it as the like cosmic too much veil for our for us to handle or something. Yeah, the cosmic know? veil. But it, at the same time, it drives us insane because we're. Right. Blessed and cursed with the, the gift of consciousness. Right. And right. so we were like always right. wanting to understand and know. And we're yeah. like, what, unless, what is it? But unless you're of my it's faith, like, it's crazy. The faith that like, I am, we believe you know, that, that when you die, like that cosmic veil is lifted and you're bestowed with the knowledge of the universe, pretty much. Like, I mean, you know, you're, you're it, like all these question marks are kind of. For sure. No, yeah. Away. No, totally. So, and, that, and that's, that's, uh, that's. I believe something similar to that as well, you know. I and, uh, I wrestled with uh, a religious thing about that, you know, and din- dimensions and things like that, and it came from a weird place with all of that. And then, um, well, how can I, our tiny little human doing, brains ever understand so, what an omniscient God of right. like an interdimensional God could ever so have a plan or whatever? Pushed, I think for us, yeah. you know, our tiny little physical little tiny one, you know, well, it pushed me brain, towards a lot of, of brain just more, more ancient things and just a collective yeah. belief. Here we all just and scrambling and scraping rocks together, yeah. trying to figure out what the fuck we're right. going to do when so, we die. So <laughs> again, this collective fun <laughs> idea, And then, but I had also at a certain point had lost all religion completely. So then I gained this collective respect again, and I'm like, okay, I want to, I want to pursue this. I feel like there's a song about that from a band called REM. What I I want, yeah, what I'm getting to, like (laughs) directly, what I'm getting to directly is something that that I'm comfortable with talking about on the show. Okay, Mm -hmm. and I want to just. Uh, put a disclaimer out there because it's also something that I didn't really think about. But if you are uncomfortable with uh, talking about like drug use or something like that, maybe just, uh, you know, uh, turn Frank off for the next like uh, two minutes because I just wanted, <laughs> that's where, that's what I was leading to. So I had, I, I gained this collective belief, but I also wanted to kind of uh, get the, like a real conscious feel of it, you know, yeah. out, outside of the, the word faith. Right. And, um, and uh, so I did DMT and I did it one time, but I was presented DMT and right. it hit me really fucking quick, man. And, and that's what it does. I used to do come out of your body. I used to do DMT so, several times a night, like every every day. Awesome. Uh, so my buddy actually like man, like has this stuff and he'd be like, cheese, I'm working on this new uh, refining process. And he'd give me a gram and be like, here, tell me how this works that's out. Awesome. And I every single night. So you know I would, this feeling. I dude, I am so familiar with DMT. I would I would trip five, six times in one night. I would trip on my lunch break sometimes. I I, I have such a great relationship with it. I, I feel like at the time, like that's an abuse of it. Now I look back in hindsight, you know. So what like you want it so, to be a thing, 
But for me, what I would do is make a rich an end of the night ritual, and I would you know. Uh, ha- you know, do my nightly thing, take my shower, blah blah blah, and I would take a crazy gnarly DMT trip and immediately jump into my like take a gnarly DMT rip, do my deal, and jump into bed and 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 I would go from my DMT trip into sleep, into REM sleep. I feel like you're just going immediately into REM sleep, you know, pretty much. And I would wake up for work the next morning. Yeah. That was my thing. Every night I would do a DMT trip into sleep, like for for like a two months. I did that. Crazy. Okay, so if you're willing to like, uh, I mean. I did this a so long time what, did ago, this, too. did this help you, uh, cre- like, uh, what it see, did. help instantly, you spiritually? Instantly. Because I was on... Push it, your restart seems, button, huh? Okay. Is that it what it seems is? seems like you're on a path, you know, sometimes, as a human being. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You know, whatever that means. Um, I It seemed like I was on a path to meet it at a certain point, and I'm glad I met it at that point. Because um, I'd done other hallucinogens, had this experience, had these strange experiences, you know, that, you know, with other things that invoke similar things. But DMT is very specific, you know, and especially with a, 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 a consensus of the experience and the shapes you see. Yeah. And um, I mean, and, you can but, taste sounds and shit. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's- so but what it did was, OK, here we go. If you look above you, mm. I have chakra flags. Okay. Right. And I visibly saw these colors in myself. And it was it was super important to me at the time. I like really needed it. And mm-hmm. I was like and I saw that it was super vibrant and I and and, and I didn't explain anything to myself. It wasn't anything like super, you know, uh, crazy. I just understood simply that I was in fact okay. I, I thought that- I was becoming unraveled. I did the stuff. I met myself kind of you know, it only lasts for I a couple that, minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's, it's quick. It's, yep. it's super quick. But I, I think that these experiences are important, but I, I don't think that they they necessarily are a telltale of what's happening like after death. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't I don't your think your body no, just releases no, DMT no. when you, you know, die. Yeah, right? I know. Yes, it does. Your your pineal gland no, lights up yeah. like a fucking Christmas tree. Uh, you know, doing REM sleep and when you die. Yeah. yeah so you know, that's if, the you, idea. if you if you've ever been with it your grandfather or grandmother while they're dying they say, and they're yeah. like, oh, you know, somebody, yeah. You know, so I, I see. Experience. You know what I mean? I see my my such and such. I mean, you have a similar yeah. experience when you do DMT. But but what but what I'm saying is that I, again I think you're just sidestepping the chemistry of your brain. But we're still stuck on this earth, you know. To have a really a real understanding of something that I mean, like again, like God would have of like the universe or however this is working. I mean, we're just not allowed. We're just yeah. not allowed. We could sit here and ponder yeah. it and talk about it till we're blue in the face. Yeah. But we are just we just have that thing. Yeah, I had zero universe you know, connection. I had this, zero uh, universe. It everybody's was more, trying to it hack. was one hundred percent myself. I but was like, you're not I'm get okay. past it. I saw myself. That's what was important right. with, with that experience. Because I was like, you know what? You're okay. Because I thought I personally was becoming unraveled. Not the universe necessarily or anything like that, but me. And then I was like, okay. And a drug did that. <laughs> and But it also kind of like, I didn't want to do it again. Uh, another buddy that I did it with, he did it uh, cons- more consecutively. And he didn't respond as bad as good to it, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, did you? Oh yeah. I responded very well to it. Actually, it, it was one of those things where, I mean, I had somebody with me, and 
he kind of like, and I've offered this. I feel to other like I would have just done, done good all the time, you know, to all of it. Well, it's I had somebody walk me through it. It was kind of like, okay, hang out, you know, sit on the ground, you know, put a pillow behind me, kind of thing. And he's like, dude, you're gonna exhale, and before you're even yeah. done exhaling, you're gonna be blasting off. So just remember just what remember. we're doing. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And he kind of walked me through it, like you're good, everything's cool. And I have that one split second of oh my god, I'm gonna die, followed by oh my god, if I died right now, I'd be totally cool with it. This is where this is amazing. This is where I want to be. It's not. It's not. You don't have a thought like this is amazing, but you're just like, you're just on this thing, and you've left everything behind, and you're. Oh, yeah. I almost don't even remember reality here. It's a completely different existence yeah. that that's offered to me for a split second. Yeah. And just I think that experience in it itself, like most people don't live. You know, most people live their entire lives without ever saying the statement, "I was able to exist I've, uh... somewhere else for a moment." Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and there is something to be said about like pushing the restart button in your brain and rewiring the way you think and the way that compassion works and the way that you feel and how minuscule being upset about your fucking parking ticket is or how stupid yeah. it is that your next door neighbor took your parking spot or whatever. Those things become very minuscule in life and you just, you yeah. know, it's a refocus on like a grander scheme, you know, afterward. I've had this, uh, I've had this thought before where like, we while we're here on this planet, uh, we don't know why we're here. You know, we're trying to find ourselves with, uh, with whatever it is, religion or whatever. Yeah. But uh, uh, I've I've thought before that like before we entered this life, there's a possibility that like we knew we were going into like this existence, like almost like an avatar of. And then, like, us in spirit, you know, or our soul or whatever. And, like, right now, like, we don't have any conscious recollection of, of anything before this life. But then after we die and, and our soul passes out of this body, then we'll remember, like, what we were before. I don't know. Like, it, yeah. like and we could go and we could live multiple lives, maybe. Who knows? And then, like, but once you're in that life, you don't remember. I don't know, dude. Absolutely nothing. It's just madness. Nothing it's hard, it's is. Hard to it's, hard to, it's hard to describe. <laughs> nothing is, and I don't want to throw this term around lightly, but this is just the way I'll put it. But nothing is crazy to me. Not saying what you're saying is crazy, but nothing is crazy to me because nothing. Like I, I like all of the ideas. I really do, and I enjoy them. I think the biggest problem with people, and I like to surround my people. My people with like you. No, words. Good, Frank. Okay, I like to surround myself, obviously, with people like you. Um, and not to create an echo chamber, but also to, to create a lack, a little bit less abrasive environment for myself. Because I do think a little bit freely on this subject. And, and what what's considered fear, freely, too. And it's funny because I babble my way into to the subject in general just because it's such a fucking polarizing subject. That's what I was getting to. Polarizing. And it's, um, it invokes a lot of emotion, unnecessary emotion out of people. I think just like... Uh, just like politics or just like uh, your football team or just like, oh, yeah, like your favorite yeah. fighter or whatever. Yeah. Uh, just like Mike Tyson fighting tonight. Um, but uh, it invokes a lot of emotion, you know, like I'm, I'm with it, Tom. Whatever. Yeah. Dang, the conversation moves so quick. I step out is. to use the bathroom. I don't know. Like, uh, we dipped into religion. I don't, I don't know. Oh, no. I mean, I've, I like to believe 
that there's a, some sort of a god out there, a creator. But I, I mean, I have no, I follow no religion. Because I, I, I truly don't know what, what it is exactly. Yeah, you know, I'm baptized like LDS, there, man. But like, I can't. I mean, nobody wants I to hear me. I talk could never about just. Uh, I don't think I could make that commitment to like any exact, you know, I have a faith re- or religion because I mean, I feel like whatever whatever religion you're a part of, the main thing is is that you're a good person and that you live your life as a good person. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's and, that's, know, that's definitely that's the, the common denominator. Goal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's the common denominator so, on them. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter I, what you're about. Yeah. And if you yeah. if you have kids, prepare your kids for your death. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Teach them how to be strong and also yeah. teach them That's how to love. That's some harsh real you know, shit. You have to teach them how to love too, uh, you know. They have but, to have all God, that, I can't know? wait to have cheese its bro. I don't have any kids, man, but yeah. when I, I mean it's 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 a goal of mine. It's something that I want more than yeah, I mean, man. When I get some little cheese its I'll die happy, you know. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I think having, I mean, that's really, having a kid, I think, gives you a whole, that's the thing is I don't have a child, but I feel like if I had a kid, I'd have a whole other, I'd have a different relationship with God, you know, or the concept of, or however somebody would approach that, you know, conversation, you know, me, again, I was brought up LDS, I'm Mormon, you know what I mean, it's what people would say back in the day, but. You know, and and I know it's it's a strange thing because a lot of people don't know about it because it's not like a super broadcast. You know what I mean? We've got missionaries and stuff, but we're not yeah. evangelical. It's not like we're like kick your door in, yeah. you know, talk a bit, tell us. But absolutely, yeah. L- yeah. A disclaimer: Frank and Tom show. We're with it. We're with whatever you're with. Yeah, yeah. no, no, the, yeah, whatever you want to believe and, yep. and whatever yes, you want to love. And Frank, we've had we've do. had we've had yep. similar tough we're conversations in the past, and it's like, dude, it's like you know, no love lost at, at all. I, that's something I love about you guys is there's, there's no, you know what I mean. You could be cut from really any cloth, and you guys are like, well, you know. And I'm I'm the same way, really. It's just unconditional, really. Yeah. I don't yeah. care what you do, or what you're about. You know what I mean? As long as it's about something that that help that that's good. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. sniff out negativity. If you have the personality of a fucking wet blanket, here's the door, man. You right. I mean, like, especially yeah. if your beliefs are similar to that. Then absolutely, yeah. we don't need it. I mean, you know, I've had a lot of I've known a lot of people like all of us over the years, and there's a lot of people that I. You, you know, I used to think I had a lot of friends. I think I might have said this on the podcast before. I don't know. But, you know, as you get older, you realize that uh, you don't have as many friends as, as you thought you you did. Yeah. Well, and I, I, think and I, know, and I used to hang out with people that had bad energy, you know. Yeah. I think that, since we're young. that kind of stuff brings you down and you don't even realize it. Yes. I think since we were young, we just kind of train ourselves to say, like, you know, instead of instead of saying people you know. You know, yeah, there's, you know a lot of people. Yeah, but just because you yeah. know somebody, or you know what I mean, like it's you're insane. familiar with them, doesn't mean you're friends. I mean, the word for that is acquaintance. But yeah, your yeah. your brain doesn't really, especially in the way that we talk about things, we we talk about things in almost an absolutes. Yeah. You know, when you don't mean to. You know what I mean? You know, oh, I love that, and oh, I hate that. You know, we use these absolutes in conversation. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and we really, throw, we throw around those strong words. Yeah, almost generalizing too much. and things like too that. Much, yeah, 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 yeah. And really, really, what it does is it just it just becomes a bar. You know, brick banging bricks together. Uh, uh, verbally, really, yeah. you know what I mean. Instead mm-hmm. of that's the difference between us now and like the 1700s. And you read them read like you know writing letters to each other. They didn't say broad strokes the way that we do. Like about oh, that. No. Like you could take the statement. Their you said words it, were man. way more elegant. Oh, absolutely. Then, you know, you know? And they were, they were much more. They, they 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 made no. You know, they made sure you knew exactly what the fuck they were saying, and there's no there's no way around it. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Mm, it's like now we now verbally, you know, uh, you know, in, in linguistically, we make broad strokes. Well, you know, I try you to. You know what I mean? That's I what I mean by my, saying verbally. I mean linguistically. I try like to tell my language. son, like if my son, you know, I try not to use the word hate, you know, and uh, and I try to choose when I use the word love and things like that, right? And what I use it for. Absolutely. And I try to teach my son that, like, if he says he hates something. And I always try to tell him, hey, you know, I don't like that word. Like, yeah. You try can to choose dislike. a better word. There's a better word to use. Or, yeah. or you know, if you, you know, if you're saying I love like, this material object, you know, I'm like, well, you know, that's not really something to love. That, like, well, love yeah. is an emotion reserved for not something that's a material. Right. And then you interject. Well, what you you're know? what, yeah. what you're referring to is appreciation. You appreciate what you have yeah. in your hands. You don't love it. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. again, discerning the difference between these words and, 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 you know, it's something that a lot of parents don't do with their kids these days. I feel like it's, a, you know, you know, it's those something types my of dad, values are important because, you know, if not, the next generation is going to completely. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. And think of it this way. I know this is kind of, t- it's not taking a left turn, but think of it this way. When we were, when, when we were banging rocks together and we're Neanderthals, right. And we didn't have the internal dialogue because we didn't have words, Right. You know, that, that's what made us simple, is the fact that you couldn't have that dialogue with yourself, right? You know, so, I mean, it, it, we, I feel like we kind of had this as, as, a, you know, as humans, you know, we kind of had this thing about, you know, expression and, you know, writing things super eloquently. And then we've taken this, like, all downward turn, you know? Like, you know, we, we, we hit it's that the peak. Idi- it's the idiocracy. Yeah, exactly. My point, we hit, that, we hit that peak. It's that out peak on HBO of, right now. Of properly watch pontificating. I watch it. Yes. I watch it several times a year. Yes. I love that, that one movie, movie yeah. with Luke Wilson. Yes. I love so that movie. Good. Are you so kidding me, funny, man? Please watch it. I love it's that so movie. Good. If anybody I, listening, I if you seen haven't seen or heard of Idiocracy, it will. Well, Fox kind of fucking snubbed it because they took jabs at Fox to begin with in the movie. Yeah. So they were taking a lot of jabs. Yeah. But the thing is, is they buried idiocracy idiocracy literally the truth to the extreme yeah from what i from what i understand and from what i've heard it was buried by these execs because i mean it was a major funded movie but when they saw what they were doing with it like what the fuck you're taking stabs at starbucks carl's jr fucking fox costco I mean, Starbucks, they, you just uh, dude, you, you get hand jobs for like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. And then you get uh, like full service, like all sexual. Fudrucker, Fudruckers is just straight fuckers. up called butt fuckers. It's yeah. like it's turned yeah. into butt fuckers. Yeah, you walk into Costco. Oh, yeah, didn't co- didn't you, the guy get his law degree at Costco? Yeah, or you got his like law. That? Yeah, you got his law degree. You walk into Costco and they go, "Welcome <laughs> to Costco. I love you." It's, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's the, so the dude that's uh, that's the average guy it's in, in on modern HBO times right is the now. smartest guy on the planet. Yeah, gotta exactly. yeah, yeah. If you have HBO, just look at it. Uh, the, one of the, I, I haven't seen if that you movie. You haven't yet. done it already. Yeah, please do. Uh, it's a game changer. One of the, it's a game changer. Oh, I mean, God. I'm not. I haven't seen it in years. I'm not gonna like say how it ends or anything. But one of my favorite parts was uh, didn't he go to jail? And he like putting him in there, and he's like, I was actually supposed to be getting. Out today, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they're like, release it. dumbass. Yeah, he's like, you're on the wrong line, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, you're the wrong line, dumbass. dumbass. Right out, yeah. just gets right out of prison. That's then they awesome. sentence him to like death too, or something yeah, like that. It, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, my favorite is when they tape that big old jelly dildo thing on the top of his car. Like that shit, I was like oh pissing my, my pants, God, laughing. Like too good. Well, well, the thing is, it's obviously CGI, so it's like I just would have loved to have been the dude to have to sit behind a desk and get paid. Thousands of dollars to put right. this fucking wiggly, stupid, 
computerized fucking oh dil- dil- jelly gil- dildo on the top of the hood of a car. Oh Some dude God. literally bought a new car and probably fucking put a down payment on a new house, doing the putting a fucking dildo on the top of a, on the hood of a car for a fucking <laughs> movie. Insane. Do you get what I'm saying? Think about that. I'm constantly <laughs> brewing. I'm just Whatever constantly they're willing brewing. to pay for. Think about constantly that, having ideas. Constantly Somebody made doing a shit, shit ton of money doing forever. that. Yeah. You know? You? And I'm always, yes, always. and I'm using, using this, always using this type of shit as a reference. I'm like, if somebody can fucking make money off some of this stuff, you know? Like Dick Man, okay? For example. Oh, the Dick Nose Man? Yeah. That you had? Like Dick Man, cartoon. Dick Man. You, you made that, did Dick you man. sent me a cartoon one Dick time on the, on the text message, I think, <laughs> yeah. or something Dick like man. that. Fucking dickhead, dude. I got, I got Wait, Is that the balls for chin? That one? Yeah. Dude, I've, I'll never forget that image. As soon as you see it, it's forever imprinted in your mind. See? You'll never I, forget it. I wrote an entire storyboard. I have, I have it all. It's not too crazy. Like, it's not too out of reach. Like I feel, you have to, dude. Have you, you have to seen? submit it to the to some sort of platform? What's that? What's that Jack yeah. Horseman show or whatever with that dude with the horse head? You know, I mean, come on. I mean, there's some gnarly cartoons right. out there, dude. That's, Dick knows. I would uh, get behind. I exactly. Get, if I listen, <laughs> if I was a millionaire and I had some producers and people, I would get behind you. I would. I'd be like, dude, what the fuck's up with this Dick? Yeah, Man, I guess dude? you know if we're you gonna produce the idea this and you had the right writers, I would and do it. Animators, I would go you could for do it. A whole series. I would go for right, it, Frankie. Frankie. You got what, something there. You do, and I'm not just would. Yeah. yeah, what would it be? What well, is I got the, the whole would, cast. The, Dude, you totally would, uh, got something. Too. Would it be like the adventures of, oh, or what? I mean, would would the oh, character so be going on like oh, sorry, yeah. daily adventures? Right. Yeah, or? how would how would you work okay. that? Okay, and I, the thing, the problem is too is that I'm not an animator, you know. Well, I mean, so, that's the thing. Well, is yeah, you come up with you, a concept, but, uh, you but you came up with the concept and you did make a little short cartoon. Yes, so, that's the thing. So you so do I'm trying have, to find it because I could, have it. Like be a creator. I could just go into that's the, the fun, thing. You know? Writers, what, what do you think? Do you think Walt and Disney literally sat there and did every frame? No of way. fucking I mean, he had Snow White. He I don't think Walt Disney drew one single had, frame of Snow had, White. Always had he has animators. animators. I'm, I'm always talking saying. about Walt. He, the, the when I think about myself, I'm always talking about Walt. No, oh, but be careful. Walt Disney was a total dick face. Oh what is, oh yeah, dude, I didn't I've never seen this animated thing. I've seen you draw Dick Man forever and day. What what? Okay. Oh, I didn't get the. Uh, what, that was it. There it that is. Yeah, it. I was gonna Dick say you went through walking. it. That's right. It's just but, Dick Man walking. Yeah. Balls so. for chin. Swaying in the breeze, dude. Did you animate this? Yeah. And you're saying you're not an animator. Yeah. Well. Did that take forever to do? Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. It's like it, it was a. I can pull up how many frames, but it, it was something around sixty pages. Of this yeah. dick and balls swaying. <laughs> 60 you know? pages. How long did it take you to get through the, that? A long time. And that's one of the biggest problems is when mm. you are you have a wife and you have a child and you're over here in the corner devoting some time to something and your wife's like, what are you, what are you doing, honey? And we're like, oh, fucking drawing page 47 of did you you know what you could have done yeah. hey, <laughs> and, Frank, I, and I promise hey, it's going to be lucrative hey, Frank, please don't be hey. angry at the at the fucking uh, yeah, at the, at the, you know what you could have done Frank was ridiculous, you could have uh, drawn like most of the face but kept certain features out and then printed multiple copies of that and then when you put them all together draw it going back and forth or whatever and then if you want to see it look like he's walking you could Put each picture like 
like staggered up and down like this. I don't know if anybody other, home's right. following along with what you're that. saying. Right, right. You know what I mean, though, no, Frank. Yeah, no. So I do it a couple times like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe they couldn't within follow the, So within the animation itself, you can sneak things like this. Okay. Yeah, but if I mean, you do it too many times, it ends up being strange. So I, exactly, you, you can do this. So like for three frames, you can leave everything but just this, you know? And you just change it a little bit. And then you can... But your next frame, you probably should make an eye a little googly yeah. or do something because it's weird. It ends up being a little weird. Oh, okay. So, well, yeah. but I mean, also, I just simply don't know enough about it. And, and, and uh, I would you're, like... You're self-taught on everything that you do. Everything. I'm. A, I just embark on journeys. Of Dude, you stuff. should look at. You should look at how Walt Disney did the the three real the three deals where it's like you know that's mm -hmm. how he was able to do it, what it was it was a three three screens or something. I forget what they talk about. It, how how it's talked about. It's like multi layering is how he was able to have. So he'd have like the bushes in the background and you know something yeah. else on another yeah. multi layering. Yeah. Multi layered guys. Yeah. Multi layering. Thank you, Cheese, for coming in. Yeah. We have made it's it. Been good. Dude, we an made an hour it. Yeah. And thank, a half. You, thank you, Cheese. It's been very a whole hour and a half. Yeah. The show. It's been an hour and a half. It says two twenty-six we on the top. Tonight. I know two, two. Well, one hour and twenty-six minutes and thirty-one seconds. But why does it say two hours? That's and just what it minutes? says. Haven't ever figured That's it out. That's just what it says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Haven't ever figured it out. Oh, it's because it starts at one. Maybe. Does it start at one and then you just end I up? <clears throat> I don't know how or why it does that. But it's, and, and, uh, and I'm hard pressed to believe that this has only been an hour. It's been okay. an hour and a half. Uh, yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. So well, hell. we're about honestly, to head out of here. Yeah, it's been my pleasure, man. Uh, honestly, I, 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 I'm heading back for some din din, so I'm pumped on that. Beautiful. Yeah. And, All right. Uh, it's been a pleasure, dude. I, I really appreciate it. I love you. Frankie, I want you and, to yeah. come back in because I love you too, man. Dude, you I know, would love we, to. Anytime. We always invite our guests back on when they yes. come in. That's yeah. the potential idea Absolutely. is growth. And, and I'm excited at the idea of you starting a podcast because um, dude, I want to uh, uh, to grow it to get, you know, like, dude, I would grow love to. With I, I, this community of podcasting. Yeah. So just so everybody knows, I mean, if I'm going to pull the trigger on, I'm doing this thing. It might, you know, it's going to be called Problems Cheese on top and uh, you call in and we'll just talk about it. your landlord's pissing you off your lady's pissing you off whatever we'll talk about it. it'd be fun sounds That's good dope. sounds yeah. good yeah. i love it happy thanksgiving everybody we happy missed you thanksgiving happy holidays happy holidays thank you for checking us out frank like and tom always. we'll frank see you next week show. much love everybody thank you good night we'll out of here